Back on the podcast live with Kevin Houston. A lot of you guys know him because many of you are listening that knew us back in the day at Albany CrossFit and CrossFit Clifton Park. Now Kevin resides in Illinois. I always say Chicago, but is it exactly Chicago, Kevin? Hey, Jay, what's up? No, I'm about 10 miles outside of Chicago right now. Pretty cool, and I was out there visiting him. He's got some great things going on. And before we dive into those, just a little recap on our history. Kevin, when we met in, what, 2008 or nine? I think it was 2008. You were uh, getting ready for your very first Northeast qualifier. Oh, wow, yeah, so back in the day. And, and to be honest, you were crossfitting a little longer than I remember because you would show up at like 6 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah, so back then, you know, we would we would show up at the 545 class, and uh, Jason Ackerman just simply did not exist at that time in the morning. <laughs> I just, and we were talking before we got on this that this is probably the earliest that um, we've ever spoken. It's a, it's a little earlier than for Kevin than it is for me. Being that, what, what time zone is that, Central? We're in Central, so it's, it's 7 in the morning. It's not too early here. Not too bad. So 2008, Kevin shows up. Very quickly established himself as A, a great athlete, but B, you know, he was bringing in, you want to give the story, you were, you were like carpooling a bunch, of, a bunch of kids. Well, yeah, I mean, it made sense right off the bat that like nobody likes to work out without their friends. So I, I ended up dragging in everybody that would let me in the morning, which meant I left my apartment, which was half an hour from the gym. I left my apartment like an hour before the 5.45 a.m. class and picked everybody up and all the wives were always pissed off at me that I was dragging their husbands and and the mothers were upset that I was dragging their kids out of bed so early. But we would get to the gym and we would throw down and then uh, I would go on with my normal work day. I was still active duty Navy at that point. So I still had to get on with my regular work day after class. So, you know, that was impressive. And at some point... You started coaching. I don't know if you had gotten your level one prior or we started you coaching. What was the, do you remember the sequence of events for that? Well, I, I did Calsu, and I know you're a big fan of the Calsu workout. Oh, it's workout. my favorite. And, you know, for those who don't know, it's 100 thrusters and every five minutes you stop to do five burpees. And I literally quit the workout. I think I was at like 60 plus thrusters, barely halfway, but... I quit the workout. I walked out of the gym, and it was the Thursday before I got my level one. And our our uh, friend Brett, my coach at the time, calls me that day, and he's like, "Hey, is everything okay?" And I'm like, "You know, I got to be honest. I quit. Like, I don't just quit the workout. Like, I quit this entire stupid sport." <laughs> and, and, and he's like, "Well, you've already paid it, you know, for your level one this week, and you should probably just go to that." So I went to my level one just as upset and and angry at myself and CrossFit as could be. And thankfully, um, you know, back in the day, the seminar was staff was just as charismatic and incredible as could be. It was back in like the Chuck Carswell days um, and, and EC and, and Pat Barber. And those guys like woke me up and they're like, dude, it's OK. Like, OK, you quit. Calsu, you don't have to quit the sport. <laughs> so I showed back up Monday, and I think Monday I was coaching, um, like a 9 a.m. class, 
with our boy Jason Murphy. It was a uh, it was a really small class. It was the the land of misfit CrossFitters, but it was really fun. Yeah, that sounds like us. Hey, you got your level one. You should start coaching immediately. And that was the wild, wild west, man. And you, you know, luckily for us, you were a great coach. You turned out to be a great coach. At one point. You were, you know, you finished up your time in the Navy and you weren't sure where you were going and I somehow managed to convince you to stay and work full time and that lasted for, for quite a few years, probably like three or four years. You, is that right? Is that accurate? Yeah, it was, it was somewhere around there. It was long enough to be a really long time, it felt like. It was, uh, <laughs> we, we went from like a really small gym that just didn't really care we just got stuff done and trained people properly and uh by the time i left it i mean we had you know quarterly coaches meetings with 40 coaches in it you know our, nobody ever believes how big our staff was we had such a big coaching staff it is amazing you know to, to, to look back think back i think you know you as a part of my life we've discussed this many times personally but i think we were a great yin and yang from one one another in a business and in life, you know, we have we have a lot of similarities, but probably more differences than we do similarities. But I think that's what made us do well together. We we uh, you know we battled each other, but but pushed each other out of our comfort zone. Yeah, absolutely. And I have a lot of respect for people these days that are willing to do that. You know, like everybody wants to work with their best friend that always agrees with them, but. You know, but the the thing that I really respected was that you were willing to bring me on and, and put me in a really big leadership role, even though you and I agreed on almost nothing. Like, <laughs> you know, like I squat this way, you squat that way. You jerk this way, I jerk that way. Like, you know, it was like, holy cow, man. Like, there was very little that we could see eye to eye on, even on the business. But we always compromised pretty well and, and found a way to make it work. You know, one thing I've always said about owning the, the box and then working with people is there the beauty of CrossFit is there's not much black and white other than we're trying to, you know, push human performance, but there's no right way or wrong way. I suppose there's a wrong way to run a business, but there's no perfect formula. So a lot of what, you know, would we have gotten to 40 coaches if you weren't around? No, probably not. But it's, you know, the, the balance of taking some of your ideas and some of mine, you brought some amazing things. I remember one of my favorite memories in all of owning uh, Albany CrossFit in nearly 10 years was our first ever talent show where we raised, <laughs> you know, yeah. we, that year we raised $100,000 for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. And, you know, that talent show, I remember walking in at night and it was like, it didn't look like a gym anymore. Yeah, that was a wild event. People, I can't tell that story because people don't believe it. And it's such a long story that <laughs> I've had to shelf that story. But um, that was an incredible year raising, you know, well over six figures for St. Jude. You know, and then other things that we did, we had a formal, we threw dozens of events together, you know, that, that really helped take, you know, make Albany CrossFit and cement it as the place, one of the, one of the meccas in the Northeast as far as CrossFit affiliates. But like all good things, it, it didn't come to an end, but it came to an end for us. I sold it, you moved, and I think... You know, I'm glad that we've stayed in touch all these years. And lately, you and I have been talking more and more about just health in general. You know, we're obviously still avid CrossFitters. We both coach it to some degree. You know, I work 
on the weekends, and I coach at a few local boxes. You still have a few great athletes. By the way, I met one of your athletes finally at the games. Oh, nice. You met Julie. Correct. I met her. Um, we're unrelated. We just have the same last name, but she's a phenomenal athlete, and you've done a great job with her. Yeah, look out for her next year. She's going to be an absolute force in the uh, 45 to 49 women. Yeah. She's a monster. She's incredible. She is a monster. So the reason we're talking is because we're both still in the fitness health industry, but you know we've taken our slightly different approach. I've got all my things going on, specifically the nutrition, and you're, you're now a, a big piece of the puzzle at RemFit, and some people that are listening have heard me talk about it. They've seen pictures, but can you give us the elevator pitch? You're really, really good at stuff like that, but give us the elevator sales pitch for what RemFit is. Yeah, so I decided to jump into the, the sleep and recovery world just because it's such a big part of our day. You know, eight hours, hopefully, of every single day is doing that. And RemFit is all about making small adjustments and watching what we do while we sleep um, so that we can get measurable, observable, repeatable data. Um, we talk about that in CrossFit. But if you're a runner, if you're anything, you care about your numbers, um, we want to be able to give you data on your sleep and then give you very simple ways to adjust and improve your sleep so that you can perform to your best and live a happy life. And what I've said, I was already saying this prior to, you know, we saw each other maybe two months ago when I was doing a seminar out there. You took me to, you know, RemFit HQ and it was amazing. I'm always impressed by companies like that i mean it was just amazing you had to take me around on like a little uh golf cart because the place is so big showing me around and one thing i've really dove into over the last few months years is i believe nutrition is the foundation i don't think i don't know if you'd argue with that but i think you'd, you'd be pretty much in agreement. but but what For i sure. what i've learned after that is sleep and recovery is easily the next step on that and then I, you know, personally, I've talked a lot about this lately. I'd put stress up there, but I would probably link it to sleep and recovery. And so many CrossFitters, so many athletes in general focus on what they do inside the gym or in their sport and a little bit on nutrition and nothing on this sleep and recovery piece. And you're, you're bringing that to the, to the CrossFit world specifically. I mean, I'll also do a broader market, but tell us, you know, do you have any information that you can give out? To people that are listening, if they're like, okay, I've started to dial in my nutrition, I listened to Jay, now what? You know, I, I'm at the box for an hour or two, but how can I more maximize what I'm doing there and what I'm getting out of it? Yeah, I mean, you know, you and I are both dog lovers, and like we, let me, let me relate it to that. We, animals and, and dogs and a lot of people can just work hard, you know, and they're just going to work and work and work, but when you're talking about the, the fuel that you're putting into your body... You know, none of us feed our dog junk food. Like, that would be an irresponsible dog owner. Um, but we have to understand, like, we are humans. We're a little bit smarter oftentimes than the animals that we keep. And, like, anybody can work hard. But it's, it's really, truly special if you can recover hard. And you have to kind of take a step back and realize, like, man, I'm, I'm jumping into this triathlon world. I'm jumping into this weight loss world. And it's a big-time commitment, but it's not a 16-hour-a-day commitment. It is a 24-hour-a-day commitment. So 
you have to jump in. You have to be smart enough to know when to stop, when to recover, when to invest a little bit of money into that, you know, box that you spend eight hours sleeping in every day. Like, and that's, and that's really what, what REMFIT is about. No, and, and I've often, first of all, I love that dog analogy, and I will get yelled at. I put up on Facebook after we spoke yesterday, hey, I'm going to talk to Kev, and no one really cared so much about you and I, but it was all about how's Grace doing. So I would get yelled yeah. at if I didn't ask about Grace. How's she doing? Well, Grace has turned six. She's um, literally laying down, sleeping next to me right now. She's wonderful. Um, she got her first summer cut this year, so nice. that's exciting. Um, if you want to follow her on Instagram, you can hashtag Coach Gracie, and uh, you'll see some pictures of her pop up occasionally. She's uh, she's wonderful. She's still the best dog on earth. She's an amazing. I always remember when you'd bring her in after that summer cut, and she'd look like she's three months old. Yeah, absolutely. And I got to see her when I was visiting. She's the same Grace. If you sit down, you better be petting her, or else she'll just hit you with her paws until you start. Yeah, she's very aware of her superpowers. <laughs> so. One thing that you said, and I've often, you know, my analogy has always been, hey, we work for eight hours a day. Mo you know, obviously you and I are not normal. We work like 12. But the average person works eight hours a day. How can you go to a job every day that you hate? It's literally 50% of your waking life. You know, half the time <laughs> you're awake, you're at work. But you just made a great point, And it's like, well, a third of your time is spent on this box, like you referred to it as, which is great, you know, your bed. And I think too many people are like, cool, I'll get a bed, doesn't matter, I'll go to sleep for eight hours and that's it. But you can maximize your time sleeping no different than you can maximize your time at work or your time at the gym. And I spent, I spent the night a few, you know, a little while ago, don't need to talk about specifics, at a, at a girl's place. It was the most uncomfortable bed I've ever, like springs were digging into my back. And I was like, you know, it was noisy. You know, part of it was, hey, maybe the activity going on made it a little noisy. But then, during, uh -oh, you, uh -oh. know, you know, I don't want to die. You know, we don't need to dive into that with Kevin. That's a whole nother no, episode. No, we don't. But I don't. sleeping was just loud. So, and, and here's, I've, I've talked to Kevin and I've worked with a lot of the products from the beds to the pillows to some of the awesome, like you said, products that are making sleep even measurable, observable, and repeatable. Tell us, tell us a little more about why, why REMFIT products are, are better than your average. And, you know, and, and here's the reality. People listening, they might not go on REMFIT, but we'll give them all the information they need to do that. But, but they might not. But, but why, in general, the quality of what you're sleeping on matters? Yeah, so, I mean, if we look back at the TV, you know, the TV was so unchanged forever. And then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, HDTV, and then it's 1080, and now it's 4K. And, and everything's changing. You know, I, technology is, is absolutely blowing my mind on the regular, but we haven't changed those cotton sheets and the spring mattress and the memory foam mattress. Like, we really don't change that a whole lot. So we've taken an approach that we want to use the technology that's going on now. Um, we, we use organic material. We use stuff that's antimicrobial. We make sure that, you know, your sleep environment stays clean, stays comfortable. It stretches and moves with you. It keeps you cool. We have, we have uh, material that's specifically designed to pull that heat away, almost like life before Under Armour, like when everything was just a cotton T-shirt and you just had to sit in your sweat. Like that's what a lot of people are still sleeping in, just a cotton sheet. And, man, it holds heat and it holds moisture 
and it's just it's silly you know once you switch over you're like ah yes this this is the way i should have been sleeping my whole life yeah and you know obviously those listening know i know kevin know i now you know have a relationship with with the company but i was there and he's showing me everything and i'm like whatever dude it's a freaking bed at the end of the day now granted i don't want to sleep on a bed with springs digging into me but i thought i had a decent bed you know it was a we don't have to name name brands, but it was a high quality bed. Uh, Kevin sends me a bed from Remfit, and he's right. It's the difference between throwing on your old cotton t-shirt and then throwing on something from Under Armour and, and working out where you feel that sweat wicking away. It's the difference between driving my Prius and driving a Ferrari, right? They're both gonna get us to the same destination, but one's gonna do it with a lot more style and yeah. you know, and a lot more efficiently. And and the stuff that you've sent, and even just the pillows themselves, they're, you know, what, what was really cool is you can pick pillows based on the style of sleeper you are, the type of sleeper you are. Yeah, which is great. You know, that's the first question I ask. He's like, tell me about your sleep. Like, it's not just like, oh, here, here's our one size fits all. Like, all right, Jason, I've never actually slept with you, contrary to the rumors. Like, <laughs> if, Give me some information. How do you sleep so that I can set you up with the right products? And I understand you have to say that because we're on the podcast. I understand that. Um, (laughs) No, and it's cool. And and it really does, you know, make a difference. And I was already, you know, and I'm sure together we had spoken about this kind of stuff over the years. You and I, I feel, were always a little proactive and progressive when it came to fitness. We were never content and we continue to not be content with the status quo. So I think you and I would always talk about this kind of stuff and it's really cool now that we have the opportunity to bring it more so to the people that listen to us and to the mainstream because like Coach Glassman used to say, like we've said, it's, you, you guys have an hour with us. We'll coach you, we'll coach the hell out of this hour. We'll give you the best possible product we can, but you have the other 23 hours to completely screw that up and whether it's through eating more than your body needs or eating bad foods or just not sleeping and not recovering enough. We can't, you know, Kevin and I can only sleep with so many of you. We can only do, we can only sleep with so many of you to know exactly <laughs> what's going on, right? So you have to, you have to take hold of that and, 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 and to some extent, or to, to, for the most part, approach that. So give, what, do you, what would be your top three tips for a successful night of sleep slash recovery um well all right so let's go with this i would say the the first thing is to make your bedroom if if possible your bed for sure a, a sacred place so once you crawl into bed like there's no yelling there's no tv there's no like loud or bright engagement you know like i'm guilty of checking my phone one last time before i put it away but like, make it sacred, you know, like, the voice has to come down, the volume has to come down on the TV, like, everything has to be, like, almost as if you're walking into the church when you walk into your bedroom. So, okay, let me ask you questions about that, and I agree with that, however, not a however, contradicting it, but a question, so last night, for example, I get to bed, I'm trying to go to bed early, it's like 9 o'clock, and I watch... The first four episodes of Ballers from season two, right? I, I All right, watch. I watched episode four last night. I'm right there with you. So, you know, I wanted to go to bed early. Just wasn't tired. You know, TV when I'm tired and I throw, you know, I'm watching on my iPad. I don't have a TV in the bedroom. 
Uh, I don't have TV in my house, so I, you know, I watch everything you know, virtually or whatever that would be called. Is that bad? Because you know, I spent an hour and a half, two hours watching you know, my iPad, but at the same time, to me, I'm like, okay, I'm chilling out. So where's the line on that? And I think a lot of people would have that same question. Should I have been watching on my couch in the living room, or is it okay that I'm doing that? Well, I think you, you know, you got to draw that correlation to flexible eating nation. Like, is it bad to eat macaroni and cheese? Like, well, yes, but no, of course not. You know, if it allows you to get the macronutrients that you need, if it allows you to get to sleep to watch a little bit of TV, if that's what it takes, then we're going to go through that less than ideal method to get there. You know, like, I don't want you to feel bad and raise your stress levels. Oh, man, I got to watch TV to go to bed. If that's what it takes, then we need to get there. But I would put the volume on a really reasonable level and allow yourself to sink into the bed and relax instead of engaging in it the same way you might in like a really good documentary or having the volume up like a like an action movie. Cool, I like that. And that's actually something, and first of all, I love that analogy to the, to the flexible eating, so it makes sense to me. But also, yeah, I agree. There's certain, I don't personally like to watch like comedy specials in bed because it makes me laugh and get a little more cerebral think where something more mindless like ballers or you know some sort of you know tv episode kind of lets me chill out my brain as much as it's paying attention it shuts off and typically i'm asleep within 10 minutes last night just didn't fall asleep right away caught up on that and um was able to fall asleep after all right so and, tip and another good option is podcasts right like, it's a little less sensory engagement. Um, but since I know that you're a wrestler, you need to check out, there's a, a docu-series called Pen Kings. It's about two wrestlers in high school that went separate paths. It's uh, on ESPN. you got to check it out. Pen Kings. You know I'll check that out. Awesome. I'm excited for that. All right. That was tip number one. You have another tip for us? Let's just go with two tips. We're okay. Just, let's go with two tips. So what I would say that the second tip is to understand that waking up in the middle of the night is completely normal. So I talk to a lot of people that say, hey, I fall asleep, but then I wake up at 2 in the morning, and I don't sleep the rest of the night. And people don't realize that's far more common. Um, nobody talks about it. So back in the day, that was completely normal to wake up in the middle of the night, make sure your, your camp was secure, that everything was okay, and then go back to bed. If you wake up, if this is you, and at 2, 3 o'clock, you pop up wide awake, and then you can't go to sleep for the rest of the night, what I want you to do is, is grab a book or if there's someone else that's awake, have a conversation. Or if, if neither is an option, you know, maybe just sit quietly and think about some things. And 20, 30, 40 minutes later, understand that your time being awake is over and now it's time to go to bed. If uh, we try to go back to sleep as soon as we wake up in the middle of the night, oftentimes we can't. But if you accomplish a task and understand, hey, this is just a normal thing, and you can go back to sleep. That's great. You know, I'm not one that wakes up and necessarily can't fall back asleep, but I definitely wake up often during the night. I usually pee like five times. I don't know if that's a problem in and of itself, but... That's a problem. Oh, I drink a lot of water. <laughs> I drink a lot of water. And um, we used to, remember that time we spent the night... I mean, we, we roomed together a handful of times over the years, but you're like, man, you go to the bathroom. You don't even go to the bathroom. You're like, dribble. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you remember telling me that. But it might have been on our road trip to the Central East Regionals one time. So I think a lot of people, I see all these, you know, I see that often on Facebook. Oh, great, another night of insomnia, another night of no sleep from these people. That's a great tip that they can 
live by. I think it's like anything in life where it's like you're stressed out and then you're screaming at yourself, don't be stressed out. Well, of course you're not going to fall back asleep because all you're doing is thinking about the fact that you're not sleeping. Right. So chill out a little bit. Read, maybe go back to watching something and then just understand, okay, it's now it's time to go back to bed. Absolutely. Great, great. The, go ahead. What was that? In the old world, that phenomenon was called half night. You would wake up halfway through the night and uh, do some stuff and then you'd go back to sleep. What do you think is the number of hours someone needs to properly sleep and recover? So I, I think if you're an athlete and you truly care about performance, that has to be like 9, 10. Normal people, I think 7 to 8 is really great. And I think for short periods, for a few months, you can operate off of 5 or 6 if it's quality sleep. Um, you know, one of the things, I know that you have it, the uh, sleep monitor that tracks your sleep, it, uh, it will tell you the time of day that you sleep best, which is really crazy. So some people, like between 9 and 3, is when their best sleep happens. But they may be a night person and they're going to bed at midnight. You know, so they're missing out on three hours of their, their great window. So it kind of depends. Are you hitting your perfect window of sleep? You know, and then, you know, are we talking short-term, long-term? And what are your real performance goals? And I think that's a, a good thing that our technology does is kind of answers those questions in an extremely individual manner. I, I think that is another, I mean, you've made some great points, but that's a good one too. Like the modern man is meant to go to bed. You know what? Well, we're not that far removed from we'd go to bed at sundown and wake at sunrise. Yeah, but, for sure. But now because of, you know, job, family, you know, television, et cetera, our, our window of sleep even for those of us that get a fair enough night's sleep or a good enough night's sleep, that, that window has shifted. So we're still nocturnal. So trying to get to bed at that correct time and, and make waking up at that earlier time is, is probably where most people would thrive, right? Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Like, nothing good happens after midnight. Well, <laughs> like, why are we up till 2 in the morning watching, you know, episodes on Netflix or HBO Go? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, let's go to bed, wake up early, and get, get the day started. We have to agree to disagree that nothing good happens after midnight. But, no, oh. no, just kidding. I mean, I, I agree with that. And I actually had read that as a kid. And they're like, hey, I, you know, at the time I'm like, Whatever, but that's something that, you know, you read these things or you hear things and some of them stay with you for the rest of your life. That was one of them. And obviously, we've all been up late. We've all been to parties. We've all had some fun. And I think really it's, it's like you know, anything in moderation. Staying up once or twice a month to enjoy some time with your friends after midnight is fine. But on a regular basis, you should be probably in bed by 9, 10 o'clock and getting ready to go to sleep. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I have to tell you a story real quick. Yeah. Um, so the the offices at Remfit, we have we have a little over a hundred employees at the headquarters. Um, the the administrative and the executive team I've been working with. Um, a lot of them have some weight loss goals, and I've done a lot of coaching in my day and a lot of nutrition coaching. And what I found is that for every single one of them, flexible eating was a really good answer. So since you've come to visit. I've put probably about 15 people on a flexible eating plan 
and uh, they're logging my fitness pal and I get to check in um, as their friend within that system. I get to check in on them every day and we've actually seen a lot of really good progress already. Um, so I just wanted on behalf of our, our RemFit team to thank you for bringing that as an option in my toolbox that I was able to share with them. Um, that's been really exciting for our team. Well, that's awesome. I really appreciate that. And as we were talking about before this, I'll be back in town. So maybe I can come in or you can bring them over to the seminar. And of course, you and I will hang out, grab some food again. And I want to go and see what else is new over at the RemFit HQ. Before we get off, tell me... <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it clean. Before, before we wrap up... Let's fill the listeners in on, on how they can access some of this stuff. You know, you have some, some great material out there as well, but, you know, where can they order stuff if they're now interested or at least check it out? Where else can they get more information on sleep and recovery? And where can they find out more about Kevin Houston if they're, if they're just hearing about you for the first time? Yeah, so RemFit's on all, all the social medias. Um, it's pretty easy to find us, but you can check us out on our website, remfit.com. So it's like R-E-M. Uh, rapid eye movement, which is the best restorative sleep that you can get. Um, but we change it to rest, energize, and motivate. So remfit.com is where you're going to find all of our products. Uh, most of our product line is out and for sale right now. We still have a lot of innovation with new products coming out for the next few years. Um, and then now that we're partnering with you and, and the Flexible Eating Nation, um, we've given you a discount code so all your listeners can, can save a little bit on everything that we're um, we're selling at that store. If um, if you have sleep questions, if you have RemFit questions, you can email me directly. So shoot me an email. It's coachkevin at remfit.com. And uh, within a, a pretty reasonable time, I'll shoot you back and, and help you in any way that I can. Yeah, Kevin is just like me. If you message him, you'll be hearing back from him most likely by the end of the day. So yeah, that's, that's, that's accurate. That's great stuff, and like I said, I would have had Kevin on regardless, but I truly believe in the products, I believe in, in what he's pushing out there, because like we've said a handful of times, you can maximize what you're doing at the box. You get so much out of your hour or two at, at the, the box, and again, this isn't just for CrossFit, whether you're training for a triathlon, a Spartan race, to become the best yoga practitioner you can be, Rest and recovery doesn't differ. We all need it. So this stuff is great. I love the products. I'm a big data guy. You know, we keep track of our workouts, and then we forget about the other, the other things that go on in our lives. I don't only keep track of my food, but I keep track of my sleep. And I think that's a big part of the reason I'm performing the best I've ever done at my age. You know, I'm, I'm getting older, and I've realized all of that stuff matters even more. So... Kevin, once again, hit, it, hit us with the, the quick uh, website and the discount code. Yeah, I don't remember the discount code right now, so we'll have to put that in the, uh, in the comments, but we'll get, we'll get that out to you. Um, but the website is remfit.com, and uh, we'll get that discount code out there. Cool, yeah, we'll put it out there. And we've got some other big things in the works between us, prizes for people in the Flexible Eating Nation, other bigger discounts for people that are listening and following and and you're going to hear more from Kevin in the future. But it's been great to have you on. I'm looking forward to seeing you again in a couple weeks. Give Grace a big hug for me. And um, thanks, for, thanks again for everything. Yeah, we will do. We'll see you soon, Jason. Thank you. 
Just wanted to thank Kevin Houston once again for coming on the podcast. Great friend, great dude. And I love the fact that he's out there changing lives, you know, after knowing him for nearly 10 years. Awesome to see that he's still in the industry. He's always been passionate about it. And this stuff is truly amazing. Check it out. You heard the websites. We'll get you the discount code. Your sleep is important. Don't forget that. Thanks again for tuning in. Check us out again next week. Got some great guests coming up, as always, on Squat Therapy.